Let's go to the word of the Lord together this morning. We're going to read out of Luke chapter 17 from verse 20 to 21. Luke chapter 17 from verse 20 to 21. And I'm titling my message this morning as Kingdom Advancement in Times of Crisis. Kingdom Advancement in Times of Crisis. And the scripture verse out of Luke 17, 20 to 21, I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, says this. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. What does that mean? And my emphasis this morning is on this, that the kingdom of God is within us. The kingdom of God is on the inside of us. The kingdom of God is where God is leading you and I to go, to take it to places, to take it to our workplaces, to take it into our community. And yes, even in the time of lockdown, I have to emphasize this this morning, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is advancing even in the times of crisis. But I want to start off by saying this to the church and I want to say this to our friends as well on our various online platforms this morning. The call of God is personal. Yes, when God calls you, He calls you by yourself. There is a moment in time when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a moment in time when you said yes to Him. There's a moment in time when He visited you with His power, His presence, and His might. His salvation came to you. And in that moment of time when you said yes to Him, you said yes to the call of God on your life. The call of God is personal. But the commission of God, and now I'm speaking to the church as a whole, the commission of God is a corporate one. Where the calling is personal, God commissions the church, and He commissions us on a corporate level. How do we know this fact is true? How do we know that this is what God is saying to us? I want to turn your attention to Isaiah 6, 8 and verse 9. And this is what the prophet Isaiah says. He says, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? So again, God's calling is personal, the moment of our salvation, the moment of our redemption. But then also His commission is corporate because He's looking for a corporate body to advance His purposes. He's looking for you and I, when we've said yes to Him on a personal level, He's looking to you and I to come together with others who've said yes to Him and to advance His purpose, His plan, and His destiny for the church. Now the key takeaway from the sermon this morning is this. You and I are commissioned to advance the kingdom of God in every season, in every moment, and in every opportunity. Can I say this this morning? You and I are called to advance the kingdom of God. Even in the time of crisis, there is a global crisis at this moment. If you read the statistics, you will find that 20 to 30% of the world is currently in lockdown. 20 to 30% of the world is in a time of crisis. But I'm here to tell each and every one of us, God still calls the church. God still calls you and I. He has commissioned us to advance His kingdom purpose. We are called to be Jesus to the world. 
We are called to stand up. We are called to stand in the, in the gap for those that do not know him. We are called to advance his purpose. In the text we read, Jesus is clear. The kingdom is not an abstract thing. The kingdom is an internal and an external reality. We are therefore the kingdom in the fullest understanding and expression. In understanding the kingdom of God, my brothers and my sisters, it is important to note that we must identify and define the kingdom of God as the kingdom of light. Thus the tension, the tension in the time of crisis, the tension in the time of turmoil, the tension in the time of angst, fear and worry in the earth realm is always opposing the kingdom of light. The kingdom of darkness is trying to overthrow the kingdom of light and that is where you and I come in because that is where we have to stand firm that is where we have to believe that God the Father most high has called and commissioned you and I together with the church to advance what his purpose, his plan and his design and his desire is for humanity yes the world is in angst, trial, turmoil fear and worry but the church of God must arise above the fear. The church of God must arise above the worry. You and I have to stand firm. You and I have to believe in our homes where we are right now that we will not be giving in to fear because the church of God has not been given the spirit of fear but of power, of love and a sound mind. Where you are right now, shout out, I have power. I've got the love of God around me and I have a sound mind because we are advancing, advancing the kingdom purpose. How will the kingdom purpose be advanced in times of crisis, you may ask? Number one, we have to answer the call of the Great Commission. Matthew 28 and verse 19 if you read verse 18, Jesus says to the disciples, he says this to him, he says, All authority in heaven and the earth is given to me. Then he turns around and he says, That authority I have, I now give it to you. Because you are to go into all the worlds, into all the earth, and you are to be my and make disciples. You have to make disciples of those who do not know the Lord. That is why the first thing we have to do to advance the, the, the kingdom purpose and to advance the kingdom of God in times of crisis, we have to answer the call of the Great Commission. We have to answer the call. Now, on a practical level, how do we answer the call? On a practical level, you and I, as our sister Northland has told us, we have to become givers. We have to become generous. There are many in this time that are losing their jobs. Many that are concerned about their income. Many that have their income slashed and cut down. Many that, are, that will not be able to go back to work after the lockdown in stage four is calling people to go back. So you and I, we now have to make disciples. That means what God has placed in our hands we have to share. We have to become givers. We have to become generous. We have to stand up as a church and we have to say, I have been placed here to do the will of the master. Number two, we must be activated for you and I to advance the kingdom of God. We must be activated in our own personal Pentecost experience. Yes, my brothers and my sisters, we are in that in-between time. The other day we were at the cross. 
Then we went to the tomb. Now we are waiting for the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. But after the ascension is Pentecost. That is why we must step into the power of the Spirit. You and I must step into the grace of the Spirit. You and I must step into the fruit of the Spirit. You and I must step into the giftings of the Spirit. If you are watching me right now, I activate the power, the gift, and the fruit of the Spirit put it over your life it is in your home it is in your it is in your command it is being given to you it is being showered over you you will have your own personal pentecost experience because that is how we advance the kingdom that is how we stand up for the kingdom. That is how we, oh, we tell COVID-19 and the kingdom of darkness, you cannot overtake the kingdom of light. You cannot overtake the children of God. We will stand firm and do what God has called us to do. Number three, we must manifest the revelation of the sons and the daughters of God. According to Romans 8 and verse 19, we must manifest. This is where the sons and the daughters of God arise. This is where the church arise. This is where our corporate calling, our corporate commission comes into full view because we are the sons and the daughters of God. This is where we stand up and we show the world that we have compassion. This is where we stand up and we show the world that God's glory is upon us. And he will come into their lives. Number four, we must sustain faith in action. Faith in action through God's word. And number five, we must be fully healed and surrendered to God in obedience. According to Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 to verse 11. We must be fully healed. We must be given over to God. We must be surrendered unto God. Everything about us must belong to Him. Everything, every thought we have, every prayer we pray. I call you not to pray selfish prayers in this time. Don't pray for yourself. Don't pray for your home. I want you to pray prayers that will unlock the blessing and the glory and the purpose of the kingdom over this globe, over humanity, over mankind. Don't pray selfish prayers. Don't pray for you and your family alone. Pray for others. And after you've prayed for others, know that God is calling you to surrender. Surrender all that you are. Surrender all that you have. And God will use you to impact the world because the kingdom must advance. Shout with me, the kingdom must advance. Shout with me, the kingdom must advance. And then you want you to shout as well and saying, I am the kingdom and I will advance. The impact of the kingdom of God in this world is seen and experienced when the church of God shifts out of old and traditional paradigms and into God's design and to God's will, into God's purpose. We are to see the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic as an opportunity for the church to lay off old ways of doing church and to recognize the kingdom must advance. The kingdom must advance. The church of God must go forward. The kingdom of light must be felt. The kingdom of God must increase. The kingdom of God must grow and grow and grow. Is it not 
that John the Baptist, when he sees Jesus, John the Baptist says that I decrease and him, let him increase in my life. In this moment of time, pray that prayer, Lord, increase, increase, increase the kingdom, increase your mind in me, increase your will in me, increase your desire in me, increase the destiny that you have for me, increase the kingdom, because when the kingdom of God advances, when the kingdom of God grows, when the kingdom of God increases, we will affect the change that God has for this world. In understanding the kingdom, it is vital that the church and all believers understand the authority He has given us. Understand the authority that He has placed in us. Understand the authority that He has given you and I to answer the call and to live in the commission of that call. What is God's intent for the kingdom? What is God's intent for the advancement? God's original plan and purpose for the church in the advancement of the kingdom must be fulfilled even in this time of crisis. Number one, that is to create a royal family. According to Genesis 1, 2, Daniel 2 and 4, God's plan is to, and purpose is to create for himself sons and daughters in his image to advance his kingdom plan. Number two, to reign as sons and daughters of the king. According to Genesis 1 and 28, Psalms 8, 4 and 6, Isaiah 45 and verse 11. Thus allowing for his sons and daughters to live out the dominion mandate. I am I'm telling you this morning, I want to prophesy it very quickly. I want to declare it very quickly. Even in the time of crisis, even in this time of turmoil, God has given you the dominion mandate. And he says, be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish. And then he says, have dominion. Everything God has given you to survive, everything God has given you to thrive, everything God has given you and your family to advance is in you and you must live it out because the authority of dominion is given to you. Activate it. Live in it. Understand it. Let it increase. Let it grow on the inside of you. And the number three, God's intent is to empower the church to do all the things through Christ Jesus According to John chapter 14, Isaiah chapter 11, Deuteronomy chapter 8 and 18, Luke chapter 10. We are empowered over evil. We are empowered to overcome sinful life. We are empowered to overcome and be victorious over the world's systems and the world's temptations. We are empowered to overcome even COVID-19 pandemic. We are empowered to overcome as the church. And we are empowered, we are empowered to advance the kingdom. So in conclusion this morning, the kingdom of God is an extension of the rule and the reign of God. The kingdom of God, over God, oh, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light will rule over darkness. Our understanding of the kingdom and the impact thereof must begin and be clarified by how we worship God as king. This is the season, this is the time where worship is not about how many can gather in a building, but worship must arise in spirit and in truth. Worship must be arise in a new revelation that though I am not with others, I will worship 
the King of Kings. I will praise his holy name. And when worship arises, there his presence enters. And when his presence enters, his affection enters. And when his affection enters, his treasure enters. That is where favor is born. It is important to understand the character and the nature of the king. We have to live in the power of the king and walk and obey the word of the king. God's word drives and activates the presence of the power of the kingdom in the lives of all born again believers. The citizens of the kingdom must understand that we have been given an assignment from heaven to live out the kingdom impact. Not only do we have an assignment, but we have roles and responsibilities to fulfill as kingdom citizens. All the citizens of the kingdom have been given the same mandate. All the citizens of the kingdom, you and I, we are citizens of the kingdom. Your family this morning, they are citizens of the kingdom. We all have a role and a responsibility. Our roles are ambassadorial. So where you go, lift up the kingdom. Where you go, stand out for the kingdom. Where you go, be the kingdom. Be light and overthrow the darkness. Our, our, our roles and responsibility is social. That means we have to stand up and impact on a social level. Already we said, be generous, be a giver. And then our role, our final role as citizens of the kingdom is spiritual. That means we are standing in the gap. That means we are praying always. We are worshiping always. We're giving God the glory. I want to say this in the final moment. Be the kingdom. And advance its purposes. Even in the times of crisis. Even in the times of crisis. And I want you to stretch out your hands where you are right now. And I want you to believe with me and I want you to pray with me. I want you to stretch out your hands. And I want you to open your heart before the Lord. Cry out to him right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for your people. I pray for them that are watching this broadcast, whether live now or the rebroadcast later. I thank you that you have equipped them with every gift, grace, and ability. I thank you that your presence is in their homes right now. I thank you that they know, they feel, and they can experience the power, the might of the kingdom. Let the kingdom of God arise in them. Let the kingdom purpose increase. Let the kingdom mindset overtake them. Let the kingdom purpose, the destiny that you have for them, let them live in it. Let them walk in it. Let them understand that you are with them. Give them all they need in the season of crisis. Give them all they desire in the season of crisis. Show them you have not left them. Show them that you were with them. Show them that your power, your provision is in their homes. Show them that when they stand up for the kingdom, you have equipped them with every good and perfect gift and you have equipped them to do wonderful, mighty exploits for our God. Thank you that they will be ambassadors. Thank you that they will be social in their thinking. Thank you that they will be spiritual warriors for the kingdom. Bless them. Bless their homes. Take care of every need. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.